Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey, everybody, let's talk about kilograms because you've heard me on this podcast before say don't overly focus on the watts per kg chart in WKL. And there's big reason for that. But kilograms definitely matter. And I hope I didn't muddy the waters with that. And I almost posted this podcast when an athlete had talked about this in the discord. And then an athlete made the comment to me, we have been talking about some races. I dug into another rider's background. And surprisingly, they had very similar FTP, very similar FRC, very similar PMAX, vastly different VO2 max and vastly different weight. And he had made, I had said to him, hey, listen, man, this guy is 25, 30 pounds lighter than you. That affects the VO2 max score, obviously, because kilograms is part of that equation. But also what I think should be highlighted in this podcast is weight matters, watts matter more, Arrow matters a ton, but why do I not want you to focus on the watts per kg chart? It's very easy to do. I mean, we all like to go look at it. It's got the categories listed out like, oh man, if I can do X watts per kilogram, I'm a cat three. Remember, that chart shows your one-off bests. It shows nothing about your fatigue resistance, which is really what determines who wins in a bike race. You know, very fresh if you just listen to the podcast on let's talk about Cedar Hill, you know, who's attacking even in a crit, who's who has more power at minute 50 is very different than who has the most power at minute 10. And there are riders there that have better one-off numbers than me at minute 10, but they weren't even in the sprint because they don't have the fatigue resistance to go with the attacks, to go with the three-minute bridge moves. So watts per kg is important, but it gets hyper-focused on, and people look to put up good numbers on one WKO chart, and then they have a different result in a bike race. And I don't want you to fall into that trap of thinking, hey, this tells me I'm a cat three. It's getting you in the ballpark, but make sure you're still riding enough. Now we're going down a tangent here. Let's get back two kilograms. The biggest thing that I want a rider to understand is I'm 6'5". I weigh 180 pounds. I'm a huge cyclist. I can still climb relatively well, but if 
the road goes up to 15%, I am not going to be at the pointy end of that race. That's just reality. However, if it's a eight-minute effort and it's eight, nine percent, I've stuck around much longer than I should because I have big watts. I have decent watts per kg by skewing that graph by having big watts. But the kilogram portion is that I have really low body fat. I'm making myself as best that I can be for how tall I am. And that's what I want to talk about is this rider that I was chatting with, he knows he snacks too much. He knows that he's eating some foods that are definitely not healthy. If you want to, and I'm not a nutritionist, you know, you, I should make that disclaimer. I'm a cycling coach. If you want to be the best cyclist and best version of yourself, if you are looking in the mirror and you're like, man, I'm kind of fat or I have more body fat than I should have, then you should lose some weight. End of story. You should clean up your diet. What is that also going to do? I truly believe that the cleaner you eat, the better fuel that you put in your engine, the better you will ride. I've given up sugar off the bike, and I really try to stay away now from anything that I, if there's an ingredient that I cannot pronounce, I don't eat it. I haven't eaten Haribo candy, even on the bike, in the longest time. And I used to eat a lot of, you know, artificial sugar, junky BS on the bike, because I was like, oh, I'm burning, I'm burning it, whatever. Is it the cleanest fuel? No, definitely not. And that's just me. I'm not trying to take the fun out of eating, but the fun of winning sure beats the fun of eating. So if this rider could take off 10 pounds of body weight that is doing nothing towards making him a faster cyclist, of course he will be faster. Even if it's a flat race, if you're carrying around 20 pounds more than you need, don't kid yourself. Kilograms matter there. I just don't want people hyper-focusing and being skinny, weak cyclists. I could get down to 175 if I wanted to, but I would look horrible and I would not be crushing watts as much. And now if you're out west of the U.S. or in Europe and you're doing hour and a half climbs, weight really matters there. Kilograms definitely matter there. Do get to your best weight in the healthiest way possible. You can see so many more pro cyclists that are not ridiculously gaunt. They are lean as hell, but they have muscle. Muscle makes watts. And then even if you're a U.S. cyclist, and you know, even Grant Coons talked about in the podcast, U.S. cycling, a lot of road races, it's these 5 to 15-minute efforts that matter. Weight is a factor in there. And I think though, using weight to look at your diet and see if you're really giving yourself the cleanest fuel possible is a good way to marry the two together where you're not hyper-focused on losing weight for losing weight's sake, but you're hyper-focused on giving yourself the best foods possible to have the cleanest running engine and producing amazing watts. And you will find that race weight you will find how lean you can get. And this is a lifestyle. This is like working out. 
I've noticed I'm probably the leanest I've ever been from cutting out the BS sugar, from cutting out the preservatives, from eating. I'm surprised to be like, I'm eating whole foods more. But I am. If it's in a package, I'm barely touching that. I'm trying to think of what comes in a package that I eat. Rice, oatmeal, uh, frozen fruit comes in a package. But I'm eating a lot of fruit, a lot of veggies still. That's always been my thing since I got into cycling. A lot of chicken. I guess that comes in a package technically. But you get what I'm saying. I'm not eating much cereal or frosted Cheerios or... And I used to, but I just don't think that's very clean anymore. So KGs matter. This is a little bit of a, I can't even think of the word. It's a little early here. Stream of consciousness. Thank you. So good luck with your training. Clean up the diet. Let's get it.